0: Konnichiwa, and hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Loft Automotive Media Podcast based here in Toronto, Canada. I'm your host, Jamal, or J. Clay for short. The purpose of this podcast is to share my passion and joy of the automotive industry, especially within the JDM market, and to inspire others in the car community to live out their dreams and keep the drive alive. I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoy creating. Thanks for listening. hey everyone uh welcome again to another episode of locked automotive media yes i actually have changed the title from locked locked and loaded automotive can't even say it right locked and loaded jdm uh, to locked automotive media that is going to be the new branding for this channel and podcast so welcome um, today i have my good friend george welcome Thank you for having me uh, here with us today doing the podcast, because we had some a very special night, I could say. Uh, I think that is quite an understatement, actually, to explain how much fun we had tonight. Um, I also wanted to change the brand of the actual channel to expand the amount, the array of cars that we're going to be actually looking at. And tonight was the first night that we actually were able to do that. Um, my friend, George, who is an avid automotive enthusiast. He actually works in the automotive industry. Um, He basically bought a new car and uh,
1: I'd like George to to take over and explain what you got. Yeah for sure. I mean um, I think Jamal and I had a lot of conversations on what I should get right. Um, I mean I went all over the place. I mean all (laughs) over the place when I was thinking about what to get. Um, I went from a Toyota Tacoma to a Lexus HS250H to uh, a Volkswagen TDI. Remember when we were talking about this? TDIs. Right? TDIs. Because I do, so for work, I do drive about 80 kilometers one way if I do go into the office. So that's something definitely I, I wanted to take in consideration. And I'm sure many of the, if you've seen the previous episodes as well, you know, I've owned uh, WXS and uh, definitely uh, it's a really, really fun car. I loved it, but it was definitely a get gas gas, especially with the EJ owner. I think Jamal's WX is definitely a little bit better. But, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I, I, I'd say it's a little, little less. Um,
0: of a gas guzzler, but given the fact that it's too easy, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a yeah. little bit getting to yeah.
1: that on par point. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I think after a lot of consideration and kind of talking to my other car friends as well, just staying a little bit grounded on what my priorities are, I realized that, you know, from a day-to-day standpoint, I need that fun factor. I need it in that car. It doesn't need to be crazy power or anything like that, but it needs to be fun. So um, basically lots of research, lots of thinking, lots of videos, right? And then uh, and actually a couple of test drives too and I narrowed myself down to a mark 7 uh, GTI so I picked up a 2016 three-door base GTI so for the guys in the U.S. this will be the GTI SE. um so yeah no I'm very very excited about the car um, it's actually a little bit more than um, what a normal GTI really is um, Uh, it actually came in from the factory um, as a stage one unit so it's pushing um, just under 300 horsepower and um, just uh, over 350 torque Uh, so it's definitely a fun fun balance and it's uh, it's stupid efficient on, on on the vehicle so it's it's definitely been a joy and so far, i have only on it for two weeks, so we'll, uh, we'll give you a long-term uh, snapshot soon, but uh, so far, so good. I honestly think that uh, you understate that as well,
0: uh, how much of a joy yeah. you actually enjoyed the car. Yeah. Um, you called me ASAP, and as soon as you got the car, you're like, man, dude, it's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he was so happy. Like, and I think that's one of the main ingredients of being a car, uh, car and automotive enthusiast, um, to be really passionate and enjoy the car. that I think that goes without saying that it's, you now purchased again a car that when you get out the car, you park it up and you're walking away for it, you got to look back at it, right? <laughs>
1: especially with the new shoes on <laughs> <laughs> oh yes you just actually purchased yeah. some new rims yeah. um yeah. actually explain explain that too I so i did obviously i've been in the japanese car scene for the longest time i know my wheels in that scene right obviously it's still applicable i, I was looking at Enkeis actually for my car oh. um but you know what because it's a german car i want it to be a little bit more special a little bit more um i would say authentic to that um to that pedigree, right? So I uh, decided to go uh, move forward with a uh, set of uh, Rotiforms, uh, Rotiform wheels, so.
0: Which are really good wheels, actually. Um, I think a lot of people these days have a uh, kind of misconception that, you know, you, you have to get the, the highest brand of wheels or anything like that. But new companies are coming out with a lot of different types of wheels. And just like Volks, just like Anke's, um Weds, BBSs, mm-hmm. all these companies started at the, at the bottom at the, at the very beginning, and they made their way up. They just, you know, gained uh, some vintage. Um, I guess you could say what's the word i'm looking for i guess uh,
1: i think like popularity like popularity, it really yeah. blew up in say like um a famous drifter or something that really brings the story out right mm-hmm. like i think that's what you're referring to like, yeah yeah the wantanabis when it first came out right? that's one of them small small shop right uh, yeah. When yeah first started and
0: oh and that's another that's thing like, a lot of these shops are actually quite small like if you go to japan you yeah. I'm, i've never been there myself but watching uh, my friend albo and uh watching uh, captain bradford on jdm masters and other youtubers as well samit it uh, they, they they show you that these these shops aren't like some huge conglomerate uh that you think it is they're actually very small shops but they do good work so that goes to show you that everyone starts from humble beginnings
1: so Honestly, I think the rotaforms were a good buy. Yeah, no, I, I'm very excited. I think it's very special. It's very different yeah. than traditional wheels, and I, I like that. Yeah. I, I just, you know, some you, a little flair. Right? Exactly. You got a, a different kind of flavor, right? Yeah. Like, like, sometimes you don't want just a regular flavored
0: salt chip. You know, you want some and, some hibachi chips or something. And, Jamal,
1: <laughs> you know what I say? I, I think I literally said the first day, first day we met. Like, the wheels on cars are like shoes on guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how expensive your suit is if you have – I don't know what kind of shoes you have. Right. It <laughs> really throws it out for me. And I think for wheels it does the same thing with like for the car, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it brings something out that's different for, for the car. It's yeah. such a statement piece. Hands on, down. On the car, so. Hands down.
0: Um, sorry about earlier. I was just making sure our audio was actually a little bit better. So I connected the mic. <laughs> that's why I was moving around so much, but, um, and on the next uh, topic in terms of driving the car. So, uh, George gave me the honor and privilege of taking his new 2016 Volkswagen GTI uh, Uni- Unitronic Unitronic yeah, Unitronic. Unitronic, Stage one. Unitronic. One. Yeah. Yeah. So, Unitronic yeah. Stage one. So he's explained to me that as a company, aftermarket company that actually does uh tune for the car. Um, and I'll say that it is not conservative to the least. Uh, but at the same time, it feels
1: so right, is the only way I can actually define it. It feels factory. Yeah, it, it, it does. If you didn't know it had a tune, no. like it's not, it's nothing out of the ordinary. Unless I
0: drive another GTI. Right. That's back to back. Back to back. Right. So then I probably feel a difference. Um, I'll say that the first feeling I felt when driving the GTI is just, again, just the clutch was engaged very well, very easily. Um, and the boost kicked in at a very low RPM, which reminds me somewhat of the Subaru, at least mine, that, and it shows you with new technology now, they're getting a lot of low end torque for um, the the smaller sport compact cars. And I think that is something people, like they strive for to have on their cars because when you're usually accelerating and trying to get to 3,000, 3,500 RPM, Mm -hmm. it's a a bit of a a travel, you know, a bit of a length of time to get to that point. And yeah, then you start feeling boost and then you start going higher, you're getting high RPM torque, but then you don't want to go so high all the time pushing the engine. Um, this one gave you a lot of low end torque. So for corners, um, especially when I was taking it on the roundabouts yeah. right there, uh, just downshifting, rev matching, and getting, taking that corner, it held the corner really well. It was There was no drop in boost, boost was really steady. And it was actually pretty high boost. I, I, if yeah I, it
1: was pushing like 24 psi right? Exactly.
0: based on the boost gauge <laughs> exactly um the interior of the car was amazing um i love the ambient light strips around the car the ambient light at the in the footwells of the car um the interior like even the, the seats um what would what, no, what what you call that The plax. Plax? Yeah, it yeah, looked like, it looked like yeah. he had Honestly, now I know what to call it. It looked like he had Burberry seats. That's exactly what it was. It was Burberry seats. Honestly, I think what you should do is you should go <laughs> buy Burberry Brit and then you actually spray it in your car. And then the, like, it makes it factory. Like, yeah,
1: I expected it to smell like this. I'm gonna get a custom plate and says Burberry GTI. Burberry GTI. I like it. I really it actually like that. Yeah, I works. know I do see that. It's a it's a little bit different pattern, but a little I can, bit. I can totally see that. Well, you can pull it off. Yeah,
0: you can pull it off. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was it was an amazing interior. I like the lights, the LED lighting. Um, the theme of the car just it, it everything rolled well, very very together. I like your um, infotainment system as well. It definitely does surpass uh, my WRX's infotainment system. Um, it looks very user friendly. Everything's accessible. Even like as soon as you connected your iPhone, you're able to even select Spotify. C- select I think it even said um, Google Maps. Yeah. Very yep. very simply. Everything seemed very accessible. And then on the um monitoring sides of things it i think it was a car button that you pressed which allowed you to go into different uh settings for the car and then a tripled engage yeah that you actually had which displayed boost and what other
1: uh oil uh oil temp, oil temp and uh g-force and g-force
0: yeah. and that is something that you don't see every day at, yeah. uh, on cars at all you don't have a lot of cars with um g-force uh sensors that are seeing, showing where where the weight is being distributed on the car i think that 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 speaks miles especially at this price level right exactly. like you would you would expect that on the mclaren but <laughs> oh yeah well, yeah exactly exactly for a gti like, yeah and, I, and actually i'm you know what i'm, I'm not
1: too sure how would you even like use that is that so i'll actually that's very interesting the one feature i didn't show you Mm -hmm. is there's a building lap timer too oh so the g is more so for track days okay you can really monitor your suspension you can tweak your suspension setup your tire setup and you can really see how much g's you're pulling at each corner right that's essentially what uh um, the purpose, in my opinion, that's, I think that's what the purpose is for, okay. for the vehicle. That's pretty cool, man. man. So I might have to take it to the track. I think, I, that's I, I, well, that's the thing.
0: You were even talking to me earlier. You're like, yeah, it's yeah. a daily man. I don't really want to do too much to it, but I feel that the temptation is going to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah. One step at a time. I mean, it's a newer car. It's a car that I'm willing to keep for, for a long, long time. So I know mean, one step at a time, right? I, I mean, wheels and tires first, and we'll go from there, right? <laughs> we'll go from there. Honestly,
0: honestly, it's an overall, beautiful car um i think that like I I, I I may sound corny saying that but you locked it in bro thank you, you man, locked I it in it. honestly it was definitely one of the the best cars i've ever driven um
1: i can't wait to see what you do to it there. i appreciate it man And coming from you especially right like i i, I, I wait what was that on the a, on, a, on a non-japanese car did you just praise i did okay i did okay i did very interesting i did
0: i for a guy who's only yeah. ever owned japanese
1: cars yes yeah. i've yeah. praised it yeah and i, I think it's well deserved it. yeah no i really appreciate it. i i'm and i i totally hear what you're saying i i have the same feeling yes I'm very very excited guys. I'm just trying to take calm down for you guys so we can have a, a realistic conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, and we also did take it on like
0: a lot of hilly roads. So yeah. um we and this is at night. So it was it, I didn't feel uh, apprehensive in actually pushing the car a little bit, giving it a little bit of spir- spirit to drive um, on those hilly roads because the suspension hands down made you feel comfortable in the car even taking it around the roundabouts pushing it a little on the roundabouts it handled well and hopefully you know maybe one day uh, we could take uh, maybe a, 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 I guess you could say some footage of for us sure. driving the car for sure and maybe connecting like a gopro or something to show like how yeah. how it's driving around even just normal streets around mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. of course spirit is driving within the speed line in mexico in mexico <laughs> yeah <laughs> But no, that, that was, it was it. Was seriously awesome. Um, so, on to the next topic. Oh no, George, I think you drove something that you were quite happy about. What are you holding there, actually?
1: Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Did you? Are you saying you drove a Hot Wheel? yeah I drove a hot wheel it was awesome uh no I had the great great pleasure and thank you so much sir, for letting me um into the the Godzilla so um it was the first time for me ever being to a right hand drive car and that became like the R32 GTR that's just insane it's an (laughs) insane experience and um honestly it was surreal I, I was sitting in the seat right like the car was just idling I'm like this is not real this is not real this can't be real Honestly, I I yeah, I, yeah. I I loved your excitement yeah. and the
0: passion for it. Yeah. Um, even when we just drove to get some gas for yeah. the car, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you were like, "Whoa,
0: <laughs> this is crazy!" So, okay, let's get yeah. into some more yeah, uh, some more nitty
1: gritty of it. So, the feeling of driving on the right hand side—how so, that feel? So, uh, definitely something uh, I've never experienced before, and it's definitely it takes a couple of minutes to get used to a few minutes to get used to, um, I would definitely recommend anyone that goes on the right-hand drive, go with someone, um, that's been in a right-hand drive car before in a left-hand drive world. Right. So I think that's, it's definitely a a purpose built car for that specific reason. Right. But, Mm -hmm. um, Definitely not as uh, crazy as I imagined in my head, because I feel like, you know, only a right hand drive. A lot of people is like, oh, right hand drive car. That's so blah, blah, blah. Right. But it really is not that uh, you're driving. You're still driving a car on the road. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not um, as intimidating as uh, I think. As- I think I um-
0: think you can correct me if i'm wrong yeah. you're trying to address the taboo that people have against right hand drive they're yeah. like oh how are you driving right hand yeah. drive in a left hand drive yeah. uh, dominant country yeah mean, uh, you're basically
1: from what i understand you're saying it's, it's not that bad guys it's not that big of a deal like literally finding the hardest part is just understanding where you are because your perception is built for the left hand right when you're driving all these years but it's just finding the middle of the road. It's the same as you were when you're getting your G2 or your, you know, it's hard, right? Like in the beginning, it's hard to stay in the middle lane. I had that problem when yeah. I was driving in the beginning, right? Yeah. But then so, you
0: slowly and surely yeah. started getting it, yeah. started paying more attention to it. So yeah. uh, I guess that we could kind of conclude that you can drive a right-hand drive car 100%. here and it just takes a little bit of, of getting used to. It. That's it. Simply just drive it, get more experience, just like anything in life
1: and be defensive right at the end of the day always like trust yourself and assume everyone is an idiot on the road and you you'll be safe and then the only thing i can see is the left hand turns right if it's not safe you just wait until the the light turns exactly that's at the end of the day that's that's it is what it is right but that's the only thing i could think about otherwise no big deal guys like go for it if your dream car's right there and that's one thing holding you back go and get it yeah just be safe that's it yeah just simply be safe um I also wanted to ask now well, next throttle response. Yes, um, throttle response is probably the craziest I've ever experienced. Um, I'll break that down because I'm a, I'm a huge um, I, I guess throttle response is something that I really um, really care about in a vehicle when I when because I think it changes the entire experience right. The Miata's cable to throttle, so it's obviously immediate in a sense. It's very, very, very quick, very mechanical in a sense, right? Yeah. And it's NA, so. and it's NA, yeah. right? The GTR, the R32, on the <laughs> other hand, it's ridiculous, guys. It's ridiculous. It There's no rev. Like, it's. You you are the rev hang. Your foot is the rev hang. You can't keep up. That's 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 the best way to describe it. With the ITV, with the lightning steering uh, flywheel on your on your yeah, vehicle, stage two clutch, stage yeah. two clutch, uh, with the inline six, the smoothness of that motor is just. It, when I when people say it's hard to put things into words, this is one of those experiences you really have to see for yourself because um okay let me actually see if i can help you okay Let's sure, see if i can help sure you. sure sure
0: um when you first put it into mm. second, you actually because you i think you really pushed it from second to third that was when you really tried mm-hmm, to push mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. so when you're pushing it from second mm-hmm. to third
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was the first thing you noticed like the uh, the first uh, the first word that comes to mind the first thing that you noticed about the car
1: the first thing i noticed about the car yeah um in terms of how it was performing it's like there's two buttons essentially of the, the vehicle like when you're driving around two three it's like okay this is nice like it's it's smooth it's nice it's powerful um and then, past three that's mm-hmm. a different vehicle it's excuse my wow i'm not gonna use that language here but it scared me uh <laughs> <laughs> Scare the me, yes, scared said. the shit out of me yeah Don't worry, um, that's a little pg for you guys um and oh my goodness it's uh like the throttle response really like it's responsive when you're tapping the gas, when you have the, uh, when you have the clutch in right. Engage, mm-hmm. but the level of the way that the RPM goes up, the way that the, it puts down power on the car, uh, past three grand, it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be realistic. It's so mechanical. <laughs> it's so raw. It's so connected in the sense that that's why it's scary because when you're in a modern sports car that has 700 horsepower, it's dialed down. You don't feel the rawness of the vehicle with the GTR. It's every, you are with the car, right? Like you're part of the car. And when it's, when something's unexpected, like 500 horsepower to the wheel (laughs) that hits you, you feel the 500 horsepower. That's, that's the only way I can put it. Right. Does that, that that, makes it a little bit. that,
0: That you have articulated very well in terms of explaining that um i'll ask though yeah turbos
1: yeah
0: how did what were you thinking when you're thinking you're you're hearing the turbo spool and oh, the sounds of the, yeah. the, the the engine
1: and the turbos what, what was going on in your mind Ford, if i own that car for the sound alone uh, i'll probably lose my license and you literally <laughs> every you just want to keep going you just want to keep shifting i really had to watch my speed um, I realized I'm like oh I'm in fourth gear so I probably <laughs> should relax um but no it's uh the sound like that's part of that experience that rawness I feel like right and mm-hmm. then it's the special you don't hear that little you know um mm-hmm. the turbo the turbo noises in every single car modern car. Mm-hmm. you don't at all actually mm-hmm. so. um exhaust sound how would you like the exhaust of an rb uh, yeah uh, it's again going back to that two stage, it's two buttons in the uh, idle at yeah. low. Sounds good.
0: So, I'll, I'll actually yeah. just uh yeah. like you know when you when 3000 is yeah. that climb, yeah. But when you hit that 4000, 4, yeah, 4000, 4, yeah, that's when the, you feel the light in cams, yeah. the tome cams really kick in, yes. And I don't know, I for me, I felt. Yes. Like being in the passenger seat, I felt me going back in the seat, and I feel that a bit driving. I do, but in a passenger, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It must have been felt a little bit. It felt different being a passenger in the
0: car. Like the car feels faster, probably. It felt a hell of a lot faster. Like the road was. It looked. It felt like. uh, I'll I'll use my friend uh, Nigel. He said he he articulated this this when I actually drove him in the car. It felt like the car had claws. That just came out mm-hmm. when you went to four thousand, yeah, and it, it dug the claws in the asphalt yeah. and then pulled the car yeah. even faster. I think it was I, I, that's, that's how a, I that's, that's a
1: really good description. Yeah, the you know the Godzilla had woken up. Yeah, that's essentially. Yeah, what, I feel I want to
0: put a clip of like Godzilla right here, just yeah. like you know, right now. <laughs> Honestly, because yeah. yeah. it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, now, in regards to the steering wheel, mm-hmm. how did it feel in terms of the suspension, the wheels, everything like that you were getting? Cause you, I think with this car compared to even your GTI or your WRX or your Miata, um, it, it every car feels different and you get a different
1: sensation through the steering yeah. wheel. Yeah. What did you feel through the steering wheel? I think a lot of feedback, a lot of, um, road feedback and it's a, in a good way, right? Like you really know what your steering wheel is doing. I definitely felt that. Um, of high standards in that because of the miata mm-hmm. i think it definitely has one of the most um connected steering feel and the gtr does um meet that aspect being a big car too comparing to the miata um it has just as nice or not or nicer uh steering um definitely like the hydraulic um uh steering is, you don't get that anymore, yeah. right? It's, an analog it's analog. It's yeah. analog, hundred percent
0: analog feeling. And so, you actually, um, this is actually a good opportunity yeah. to do a quick comparison because yeah. you've actually, uh, with your job, have driven a, a Nissan GTR yeah. 35 Yes, right? I have. You've yes, moved have. one around. So yes, how how does the string feel? Feel compare comparison in comparison Just to the the R35
1: steering is more like GTI than it is on the on, uh, the analog, on the analog. It's not analog. It's electric steering. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So um i to be fair uh the the gtr nismo that i did drive uh was in limp mode and uh the, i only took it up to 20 kilometers an hour. so <laughs> that's okay that's so okay. um the next opportunity i have i'll definitely um have that but you've driven an r35 i have uh, at speed yep, too. Right? i have um, I'll say that with the R35 comparison
0: to, because I actually did look at a R35 before I actually purchased Mm -hmm. my R32. Because fortunately, because of the prices of R34s, which is what I initially wanted, things were just not going to happen. So I went to the R35 to test drive that to see how it was. Now, R35, hands down, a very fast car an awesome car. Mm-hmm. I still actually kind of want one mm-hmm. just because I like to be able to switch both. but I, that's just me being greedy, but you know, I'm human. Um, it had a more, I'd say electronic feeling because you could tell that there are a lot of moving parts electronically controlling the car so that you don't get as much feedback in regards to the steering wheel. Things are being handled by computers. Mm-hmm as opposed to the R32, everything is being felt. Like you know that you're gonna have to make some quick corrections if you're taking a corner fast and you're gonna feel it, you're gonna feel it hardcore. Um, I think that's the difference between the 35, as well as I, I think, as well the difference of power and also the fact that you're having to do more as you're shifting with the clutch Mm -hmm. and a regular manual transmission compared to using the paddle shifters for the GTR 35 so those those, it's a different car in itself but um they're they're both GTRs in their own right but yeah I there's something about the R32 that just
1: I don't know it just it really just you feel it in your soul it's a special car. It definitely and then it's a car with a soul. It definitely um rewards you when and you do what it wants to do. Yeah, I think that.
0: I think you yeah. couldn't stop uh shifting, uh, getting, like rubbing it up to get those the boost in every time I think uh, you're hearing yeah. like
1: I think it was I think that was like uh <laughs> that was your moment of yeah. like bliss yeah exactly it's it definitely bliss is a great, great example for it and you know like i totally hear you like even with uh the modern gtrs right i really like we really wish they had a manual we get it why it's not right um it's faster shifting at the mm-hmm. end of the day you're gonna have a faster car if you make it purely dual clutch right mm-hmm. um and actually time to volkswagen with the dsgs a lot of guys go with the dsgs because it can it can handle more power with the little tune it shifts like a pdk a porsche t- pdk mm-hmm. it's insane the way it shifts, the way it backfires right but i think it missed that a little bit of um, uh, car to human connection that's mm-hmm. the only thing i will say um and that's what three pedals can get you uh that tune yeah the, the older
0: cars really do provide that kind of connection that you don't feel with the more modern cars but you know what those are the times and at least we're able to still enjoy these, these feelings. And um, we ha- we, I own the car, he owns his car mm-hmm. and, we're, and he still owns his Miata and he gets still mm-hmm. that uh, analog feeling that you'll never get in um, the today's m- modern roadsters, right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, we did, do really need to appreciate that. Um, and even, I'll say this, uh, you did get a glimpse of, and I'll just say it on, the, on a kind of negative side or more of a mm-hmm. um, uh, unpacking kind of it, uh, is what i would like to do about the hikers. you got a little bit of feeling of the hikers, because mm-hmm. unfortunately there's some issues with the hikers on my mm-hmm. car um it always happens it's it's an older car mm-hmm. um what did you think about do you think that you need all wheel steering
1: or would you lock it out personally i think it depends on the situation right like i mean if you're on a track situation it might give you that slight edge right but from a day-to-day um back your spirit at driving like no um, it it wasn't like scary or dangerous or any or anything like that. It just gave like you a that. little, like a little, it's, a little it's just like, hello, yeah. I'm here, right? Yeah. So that's um for me, just to enjoy the smoothness of mm-hmm. that inline six, I would just deactivate, and you can always bring that back anytime oh, you yeah, want yeah, it, you right? Could, so yeah, I would definitely say that's um that's a good option. Okay. Yeah. Um. Now, now being a passenger,
0: when I've driven you and driving a GTR would you purchase one
1: yes uh unfortunately but this is a bad (laughs) bad experience in a sense that uh, it opened a a whole different can of worms for me (laughs) in a good way i mean not i'm not locked into the g like i don't have to have a gtr specifically however the right hand drive japanese jdm like the 90s absolutely like it's definitely a real possibility for me um down the road for sure. So um, you never know, but we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, I just bought my new car, so oh, of course, yeah. And I honestly enjoy yeah, that. It's yeah. a really great car. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah.
0: do not. No. Do not understate it, do not discredit it. It yeah. is an amazing car. Yeah. I just wanted you to
1: see what a 500 horsepower car <laughs> was like. <laughs> now my perception's going to all be messed up when I when I hey, drive. Man, much. that you Enough. have
0: a you have a daily mind yeah. and a aggressive driving 100%, spirited 100%, mind. So 100%, like 100%. that's that's what you've gotten tonight and yeah. I think, you know, I think you needed it. I think you needed it yeah yeah i i the, for the longest time you were always talking about you know i thought hey should i get a gtst hey should i get <laughs> uh something should i should get some sort of jdm car now you have yeah. a taste an actual yeah. taste of a jdm car
1: yeah um right hand drive right so so i, I think it, in this stage of my life though it needs to be a really special car to replace the miata because i can't have two wow well, you can't but you guys know how it is right you got limitations and <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> it needs to be a very special car to replace RX7. It. sorry what <laughs> <laughs> fd sorry just sneezing sneezing <laughs> yeah um, honestly yeah. i think uh, that would probably be the car if you get a yellow one with the bell kit you're gonna have to like, let uh, me drive it man yeah i still haven't yeah. driven an rx7 yeah no, I'm. So, I, I wonder what the difference that like how how big of a difference is from an experience. Honestly,
0: um, I'm gonna. I, I think we need to make an RX7 friend. Okay. And or I can be the RX7 friend, or you can be the RX7 friend. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. he needs yeah. to test it though first. He's yeah. a tester, to test the waters kind of guy to make a decision. He's a smart yeah. guy that way. Yeah. So I think that that's what what uh, we'll probably do. Um, and let let just let you know, I may actually have another special guest eventually with an RX7. So we might get some more details okay. and. George may be able to chime in on his uh his own Mazda, Mazda know-how and knowledge. So probably do that. But honestly, man, um, I just wanted
1: to say thanks for coming today. It was just awesome, you know, hanging out with you anyways. Thanks always. for having me. Always have fun with you, man. Honestly, it was it, and like you said, it was an awesome night. Like <laughs> for a weeknight, too. Like, right? Like <laughs> we, yeah, we got it done for yeah, sure. Man, it, it was definitely it was awesome. We'll sleep so,
0: and have good dreams tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming, bro. Yeah. Honestly appreciate Great it. And me. thanks That's for awesome. listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, George. Um, I know this, you, this is not your first time being on the podcast, but
1: uh, what are your handles? Uh, where can people find you on social yeah. media So I have a. I actually have a dedicated uh, car account now so it, it will be a lot easier to kind of uh, for you guys to follow my life and see what I see here. I do post um, little blog posts just on um, cool things I do see and things I do to my cars. So uh, it's nostalgia.autoworks on uh instagram i'm sure uh, jamal will put it on the description Yep, well. i'll
0: put that in the, the yeah. show notes as well yeah so so people yeah. will see it so follow him watch his journey you'll be immensely abreast and he'll probably provide you even some more car knowledge that you didn't know about because he's very extensive in the automotive industry <laughs> um but yeah guys please follow follow him and uh till next time i just wanted to say thank you again and see you soon for the next episode take care Thank you for listening to another episode of Locked Automotive Media. If you have any suggestions of car enthusiasts or influencers in the automotive community that you'd like for me to interview, please reach out to me via Instagram at Locked Automotive Media. That's L-O-C-D, Automotive Media. And as always, it's a pleasure and a privilege to share my passion with you, my amazing audience. Until next time, sayonara.